my coat, got a girl doing coke We drink up and we smoke, but she always do the most It kinda turned me on the way she licking on my stones My chains on and a freeze, it look like I made a clone Wanna see you get more sassy, if it bring out better emotions She caught me a god Alright, and we're live, welcome back After a short hiatus, there was no violence uh, last weekend Unless you're a fan of Bellator or PFL um, so it's another edition of Boxed Up UFC. As always, I'm your host, Lemon Cordero. I think this is our fourth episode, maybe? Fourth or fifth, yeah. Fourth or fifth. Maybe or fifth. Again, as always, I'm joined by at Arturas in one, but we have a special guest this week as well. Would you hey, like uh, to introduce your guest? everybody. There you go. This is uh, Will Wilding. Uh, he's uh, he knows as about as much of the UFC as we do, so he'll be perfect uh, perfect to slide in here for this edition of Boxed Up UFC. Um, knowledgeable guy, watches the Ultimate Fighter, and uh, yeah, re- all all ready to go. Yeah, Will, I'm do you have any? Uh, hopefully, give some good input and uh, just join the conversation. Will, is there a Twitter you would like to plug? Twitter sure, uh, you can find me at wrg wilding on twitter uh that's there my handle go. i don't post a whole lot but i uh i like stuff i it's, retweet it's, stuff it's gonna blow up after this just a heads up <laughs> yeah bro you're gonna get <laughs> so many followers <laughs> uh, but they're a large audience that we have um okay so when when we last talked we were previewing the Derek lewis uh seal gone card there is a lost episode however um, we did a we did a little live reaction after the card that I've not posted. Don't know if I'm going to, but might might save that for later. But anyway, we got a we got a fight night card coming up. Uh, Cannoneer versus Gastelum. Let's start at the top. What do you guys think about that matchup? Um, I think it's a pretty interesting fight. I think it's one of those fights where it it, it could finish in a majority of ways. I can see both fighters finishing the fight and I could see it going to decision for either fighter getting the victory. Um, it's I, the winner of this fight will be a top five middleweight and be a contender. Um, both fighters have had their ups and downs the past few years. Um, they're on similar uh, paths. I feel like um, I like Gaslam in this one to win the fight. Um, I'm pretty high in him. I think people, well, number one, he's plus money. So you always like that. Um, and number two, I think people, I wouldn't say doubting him, but I think people sometimes forget like how good he is, um, when he's on the ultimate fighter, he's had some really key wins. Um, I still think to this day, he gave, uh, Israel Adesanya besides his loss against Jan, and he gave Israel Adesanya his, uh, hardest to fight in middleweight. Uh, that was a scrap. Um, so I think, I think he'll take this one, but I, I, I look forward to seeing this fight because we haven't seen Cannonier in a while since he fought Whitaker. Yep. I do want to say they, both of these guys' last fights are Whitaker. Yeah, both their last fights are decision losses to Whitaker, which is really interesting. And I also think Gaston looked better in that fight than Kennedyer did against Whitaker. And well, Kennedyer broke his hand, to be fair. Yeah, that is true. And I also want to uh, – Kennedyer had a quote this past week on an interview um, about the Whitaker fight. He said, uh, he didn't really beat me. The judges did. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't, I do, I don't agree do not that. Do not agree at all, but um, it seems like he's confident and ready to go. But um, – yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, Will, what, what you what are your thoughts so far? As Dylan was saying, it's there's so many paths that this fight could go down because of the styles of the fighter. I really like how uh, Gaslam matches up with pretty much anyone in middleweight division. I think that his stamina really helps him out, and he can go the distance no matter what. 
He's really strong on the ground. He's a uh, he can he can hang out with anyone up there, and he has that crazy left hand that can uh, have that knockout power. So it'll be interesting to see how he uh, puts that into place and uses those things against Can- uh, Cannoneer's height. You know, he's going to try to use that range to his advantage, of course, and uh, try to use that stand up probably. Um, I think that it'll go the distance. Um, I think that it could go either way though in the decision as as they say never leave in the hands of the judges and we've seen that a lot recently some That's crazy true. decisions so, yes yes we sure have uh I'm, I'm not i'm not too sure on either guy but i think it'll go all the way yeah i i'm pretty much with you guys i think it's going to be a good fight it's a good matchup and and betting wise i'm probably going to go with gastelum because i don't think there's big enough of an edge either way uh, so I'm just gonna take yeah, like, I, like yeah I, I think I mentioned to you earlier this week it's it's one of those fights where you take the plus money yeah where exactly. it's kind of hard to where it really could go either way you just take the plus money you know what yeah I mean? and and uh, I think it's pretty close he's not a huge underdog I think it's like plus one thirty right now yeah and, last um, I checked it was plus one twenty or something like that I have what? lots of right now yeah okay perfect yeah so with Gaslam you see he he lost uh, four of his last five fights and. Then you look at who he was fighting, and it makes a lot better. He lost to Izzy, Darren Till, Hermanson, and then he beat Ian Heinish, and then lost to Rob Whitaker. So like, and that's true. I mean, and, and his and his loss to Izzy, like I mentioned, that was a scrap, and he knocked Izzy down multiple times. That mm-hmm. the Hermanson fight, he just got caught in a weird position in the first round and got heel hooked, which is kind of, I mean, it's not. I wouldn't say it's like it's not like a legit win, but it's gets caught in a weird position. Yeah. And then he fought Rob Whitaker, which is like, and he looked, he looked good. Honestly, he looked good. Yeah. It was a fight. It was a fight of the night and he looked good against Rob Whitaker, who is, is the better fighter and he was expected to win. So he's been fighting the best of the best for a while. Like, like, like you were saying more yeah. so than Cannoneer, I believe. Well, Cannoneer's last three fights, he has Whitaker, he has Hermanson who he beat and he beat Anderson Silva right before that. So mm-hmm. those are some high level matchups. Obviously Anderson Silva towards the end of his career there but not uh, not to discount that by any means. Yes, 100%. So the co-main, we have Clay Gita, a veteran, going up against Mark Madsen, who hasn't fought uh, in a while. I was doing some reading. I, I was doing some headline reading. I did not get to the article yet. Um, <laughs> another Once again, another episode of just the most preparation. Um, but I guess he had some some setbacks i think there's an injury involved some some trauma maybe and that's why he was off for over a year um okay so when we last saw clay gita he was coming off he's coming off a victory i believe right um, not too long ago i i, I remember, believe so yeah, I, I feel like i remember when he just recently. beat michael johnson which is not a bad fight at all right yes that's actually more impressive than I was thinking. Okay, so we have him versus a guy who hasn't fought in a year and a half. Thoughts? Yeah, well, so Marco Madsen, he, he's only has two fights in the UFC. He's 10-0 and 0 in, the, uh, in his MMA career, though, which is really interesting to see because you always like to see someone that's undefeated and see how they perform. Um, I feel like Gita just has too much experience. He's, he's fought and won against guys like BJ Penn, RDA, Anthony Pettis, you know, he's fought against the top guys. He lost to Oliveira, lost to Bobby Green. So I think that's just going to be too much for Marco Madsen to handle. I don't know. Yeah, I like you're headed with that. And he, I mean, Will has kind of, ta- kind of talked me into this before the podcast with how 
you know me, Chris. I was like, I always like to take the experienced guy. And in this yep. case, it's a little different because Madsen is he's a newcomer in the UFC, but he's also 36, something like that. He's he's yeah, towards he is, the end of his he's career. Ex, he's a very experienced wrestler, I believe. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And uh, Gita, you know, fighting that caliber of guys in all different styles for that long, I think will serve him well. And again, he's, he's plus 130. And when you got someone experienced with that level of opponents, um, I don't think it's ever a bad bet. But it should be interesting. It's, a, it's a definitely a weird matchup when you have someone who's 3-0 in the UFC who's yeah. 36 and, and is undefeated. You know what I mean? He's he's a veteran, but he's not. So it, it says here he is a four-time medalist uh, wrestler for Denmark. I think. I'm I'm not too familiar with Gita. He's also like a re- is he also wrestling based or am I wrong about that? I believe so, but he he's kind of have a if you look at his um, he has a lot of submission wins. I think yeah yes so. I think the under on this fight is like plus 200. I was going to mention that. I I think I'm going to slam that. And I'm also liking Gita because we'll get to this guy in a little bit, but we're talking experience, as Will mentioned. That's basically what I think of this fight. Clay Gita has been in the octagon with all those guys. He's beat BJ Penn. He just beat Michael Johnson in his first fight in a while. Uh, He lost to Oliveira, Ortega. Uh, who else we got here? Bermudez, uh, Mendez, or I believe just like, um, it's a really deep lineup of opponents. And Mark Madsen's last victory came against Austin Hubbard, who is he's good, but it's like Still nowhere near the yeah, I we're, we'll get to that fight, but it's nowhere near the level of Clay. Gita. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it is weird too how like this card has a lot of you know like his last fight was against Austin Hubbard, who's on this card, and that fight was two years ago, which is kind of weird yeah. how it works out sometimes. But yeah, it is true. I mean, Hubbard's been a prelim guy his whole career. Getting him getting his uh, a main card fight uh, this weekend, is. which which is pretty cool. But um, that is true. The caliber of fights uh, for Gita has been um, way more notable, uh, even though he's lost a lot of them. But uh, I do. I, I think experience. I think it's going to come into handy in this fight, especially being in the bright lights of the Coleman event here, um, which he which he has been in before. He's been in the main main card many times. Um, so yeah, I, I I'm I'm leaning Gita for sure, and the under plus two hundred. That's juicy. That's very juicy. I like that. Okay, next up, do you guys have anything to say? Because I know I don't about Parker Porter and Chase Sherman. Um, I. I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'm throwing Sherman into parlay. I'll be honest. I've seen him fight okay, before. I piece. like what I see. He he's fought. I forget who I've seen him fight before, but he fought a um, a, a solid heavyweight um, who's done some damage. I'll try to f- uh, find that guy real quick. But um, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna throw Sherman in in a parlay because you know he's minus 200, so it's a little too much for just a single bet. But I, th- I think he's gonna win. And uh, yeah, that's all I got though. I don't, I don't know much else. It's just a classic random heavyweight fight. I, and I love I'm never. It. I'm never against those. The only thing I know about uh, either of these guys is that Parker Porter got knocked out by John Jones a few years ago, but that's kind of the only uh, accreditation he has. Chase Sherman lost to Andre Orlovsky and Augusto Sakai, which, and and Walt Harris. So those are all ranked guys. Oh, he lost to Walt? (laughs) He's, okay, he's three, (laughs) he's three and six in the UFC, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll throw him in a parlay. We'll see, but I, I, I saw Chase Sherman. I recognized the name, and sometimes that's a good sign. 
but he's three and six in the UFC. So, you know, bet with caution. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that one. He, he lost to Walt Harris. I might take the other guy. He lost to Walt Harris in 2017. Don't care. Don't care when it was. You lose to that's Walt. Hey, that's, that's, fair. A, that's, that's, fair. A, that's a red check mark again. Hey, you, you did say that if, if the odds were in Walt's favor uh, against Ty, you might you might sprinkle. So. Yeah, that's a last a last hurrah because uh, that might be Walt's last fight. Anyway, moving on from Walt Harris. <laughs> that would be luck. That would be Walt's um, last fight. Yeah. Um Trevin Poor Jones Walt. versus versus Saeed Doi. I'm not even gonna try to say that name. I uh, know <laughs> this was a he was a replacement. Or whoever Jones was supposed to originally face. Oh, okay. I have nothing that to is, say on this one. Yeah, neither do I. Fight wise. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then the the fight before that, we have Vince Pico versus Austin Hubbard. Let's go, baby. Um, Sterling boy. Austin, That's a Austin good Hubbard. Fight. Yeah. So Austin Hubbard is from my hometown, so I'm automatically taking him. Um. I think Dylan and I were texting a little bit. He started off as a slight dog, uh-huh. and he's back to pick moved. him now. Yeah, it's around to pick him now, but but the line's been moving in his favor. Um, so something I want to mention about Austin Hubbard. So his, I think he's like three and three in the UFC, and I think it's been win loss, win loss, win loss, or vice versa. So he's right. just been an on and off fighter. Again, a classic prelim guy. Um, I, I'll be honest, I'm kind of bummed he's in the main card. Like I'm just gonna throw it out there, I. It, it almost felt it was it was it was really like refreshing to see him in the prelim list like for like fight nights or pay-per-views or whatever it was just yeah, refreshing to like see you know you're you know what yeah. you're gonna get prelims austin hubbard okay sick this this is this is, this is i i feel it, it feels a little off to me that um austin hubbard's in the main in the main card it's it, it's, it's, it, it, it's like having 17 games in the nfl you know what i mean like it's fine like i like it but it messes with my brain you know what I mean? yeah it yeah it's it's mildly inconvenient when I'm trying to wrap my head around something. Yes. Okay. So he won his last fight via decision, and then he lost the previous one by rear naked choke. But the fight before that, if you look on his like fight record, it was the Blades Volkov fight last, gonna say, yeah. last summer. It was the guy who his corner made him, or the guy who was like, I want to fight, I want to yes. fight. So Max Roscoff was fighting, and literally I'm looking at, at this right now. It says fighter Max Roscoff event, Blades Volkov 2020 method, TKO retirement. <laughs> he won by retirement. That's that, crazy. That's crazy. That, that's Rockstar right there. Yeah. He's, that's, he's made that's a guy cool quit. He's made a guy quit. Yeah. He was beating the shit out of dude so bad that he retired from professional fighting forever. And the, so. and the coach made him was trying to get him to keep he was like, You you got this, like you stay in there. He's like, you know, I'm done. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure like Joe Rogan was talking about him on a UFC podcast. It, it went pretty viral. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, like fighter see quits this, during fire. you see this guy who's telling his corner, like this the fighter had to tell the ref not the it's usually the corner that's doing that the right. fighter had to tell the ref i'm done because my corner has no intentions of saving me today but yeah i do remember that and yeah that that yeah that, that was, that's pretty notable for austin hubbard's career to win by retirement yeah. you don't see that every day so and then before that he lost to marco madsen so there you go full circle yeah um i yeah will you got anything about these these fights leading up to the, the co-main 
you know, I, I, I'm not this uh, Hubbard Pico fight, but this Pantoja Roy Val yes. fight, that's the one that I'm yes. really excited for. Um, I honestly think it should be higher up because it's uh, Pantoja's number three in the flyweight, mm-hmm. flyweight division and Roy Val's number six. Um, as we were kind of talking about before we started recording, I've been really into the Ultimate Fighter series and uh, kind of rewatched uh, one of the old ones, the Cejudo Benavidez season. And Alexandre Pantoja almost went to the finals in that one. And he lost to Tim Elliott, who's also in the UFC, a ranked guy. Um, and he's still fighting. He's still progressed a lot. He's uh, worked his way up the division. And soon, uh, soon hopefully, he gets a title shot. Um, he, uh, he hasn't had a title shot yet, but he's beat Brandon Moreno. He's beat uh, – or, sorry, he lost to Askar Askarov. So he's fought some high-level competition. So winning be, this fight could catapult him to the top. If totally, he, this exactly. He's a solid rank guy. That's what I'm thinking, is that this fight will be really important for him to progress into that title contention place. Um, uh, the guy who's fighting, Brandon Royval, he only has three fights in the uh, UFC, but all of them have been against ranked guys, Tim Elliott, Kai Car France, and Brandon Moreno. He won two of those, lost to Brandon Moreno. So both these guys are really uh, high-level, talented guys. I feel like it'll be a good matchup, but I think Pantoja's jujitsu. He's a black belt in jujitsu. I think it's going to be too much for him. And that Moreno fight, the, the Roy Val Moreno fight when he lost to him, that was Moreno's last fight before he got his title shot. So that's kind of uh, notable to mention. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it is it is tough that this is, is, is a prelim fight, correct? Uh, it's it's the to... first main card, I think. Oh, okay, got it. I, I don't understand because... why it's not the co-main. Yeah, but as I was going to say, these are, these are ranked flyweights. I feel like the ranked fighters should always get, you know, the closest to the main card as possible. And I, yeah, like, like, I don't... And the flyweight division always gets a bunch, like, it doesn't get as much attention as I think it should. I, I think the fights are... Uh, they usually exceed expectations because people aren't expecting much for whatever reason. Right. But they usually turn out... Re- like, they're always really fast. Um. And I think uh, I think this fight will you know, I think it'll show another one another flyweight fight that'll show that this division has more to offer than people expect. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I always like ranked fights. These these are top ten guys, and the winner you know could put himself in a top five, top three spot for for contention. Definitely. Yeah. That, this is if Roy Val wins, he's gonna <clears throat> make a big jump because he's he has the under right now. Um, and because he, he's so fresh in the UFC, they want to see new mm-hmm. faces fighting for the title, probably. Yeah, yeah um, this is another one of those things that, Dylan, we talk about it all the time. There's some things about the UFC that just don't make sense, and this fight not being the co-main is one of those things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure there's a reason for it, but, like, it's not obvious to me. We're going to watch these these ranked flyweights go, and then... It, might, it has the potential to be a great fight. I hope it is. I bet it will be. And then after that, it's like, okay, now we have Vince Peichel and Austin Hubbard. And it's like... A bunch of, like, un, like no-name no guys. And it's, it's still going to be a good fight. It's because... I assume it's because of ratings, but I don't know how you judge ratings when it, it's just on one card. You know what I mean? I don't know right. how you judge that off one fight. So, yeah, I mean, the flyweight's getting, getting lack of respect. I think, I think it's getting better. It, it, has, it has been getting better, I think. Um, but I mean, cause at one point they're talking about just getting rid of the division, which is mm-hmm. blasphemy, you know? Okay. Question for you. Question for you. Both of you. So would you rather watch 
a random like that heavyweight fight we were just talking about like the porter sherman would you rather see two random mid-tier heavyweights go at it or two random mid-tier flyweights go at it heavyweight i i, heavyweight? I, I love heavyweights if, I, love I think heavyweights. it's close i think it's what if, if they're both random then heavyweight just because you never know okay, you get that fair. big knockout but if we're talking if we're talking lightweights and flyweights it, 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 it gets a little uh gets a little different i i think heavyweights the the possibility of a knockout is always there and i, I kind of like that 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 part of it okay i think it's closer than like one would think though because like you said like it's usually two dudes who are extremely quick but I would and rather like, see I would rather see ranked flyweights. I'd rather see these guys on the co-main than any other fight on this card. You know? Oh I mean? yeah, of course, of course. And I'd rather, and I'd rather see Austin Hubbard on the prelims where he sh- where he normally is. And where he ranked, should be. <laughs> where where it helps it help. Yes, it, it, it helps it helps my brain when I, when I when I look at a card. Um, yeah, this might throw up the entire gambling juju. Because if he's on I'm the saying. prelims, he's probably like minus one fifty. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I don't know. So if he loses, he's probably back in the prelims, which you know wouldn't be the worst thing. But I, I am rooting for him. I, I want Austin Hubbard. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, uh, that that whole uh, main card. It's gonna be a fun night. Okay, let's make let's make three picks for the three most important fights on this card. Starting with uh, Pantoja versus Roy Val. Who do you guys got? You got picks. It? Pantoja, man. I've got him uh, by a submission round two. Okay. I think he's going to take it. I'm going to go Roy Val um, for the plus money and, yeah, to fade Will. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go Roy Val by submission. Nice. Love it. Uh, again, fade Will. Um <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, just right, next one. already got everyone against her. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. much, eh? yeah. Hey, I just want to throw in the last time we did picks, Dylan went 0 for 5. So <laughs> that is not special. But I but I did fade one of my picks, which helped me. Yeah, okay. But you're giving but no, out losers, Dylan. It was a bad night. <laughs> okay. Uh Clay Gita or Marco Madsen. I got Clay Gita experience, um depth of opponents over the years. Yep. Same same thing, and uh, it's not like Madsen's a young, super young, fresh guy. He's thirty six. Um, he's going to be getting in there with a veteran, so it's going to be hard for him. Got Gita going. Um, I'm I'm going to pick Mark O. Madsen because I think he's going to wrestle Gita to death. Uh, but I'm probably going to bet on Gita. But for the purposes of the podcast, I'm I'm picking Madsen. Okay, I like that. Um. Okay, main event, Cannoneer, Gaslam. Gaslam, already got money on him, plus money. I'm pretty high on him. I'm rooting for him, too. If he, I, do, I would love for him to win this fight and get back in the top five. That would be, that'd be electric. So, yeah, I, I got Gaslam. Uh, I'm going to say Gaslam by decision. I think that they'll go all the way. Um, if Cannoneer wins, I think it'll be by knockout. I think that's the only way that he can uh, take it home. But I think Gaslam by decision. I'm with you guys. I'm on, I'm on Gaslam for this one. Um, I'm a Cannoneer fan, to be honest. I really do like him and watch him. But uh, I'm probably gonna bet on Gaslam, and I'm I'm gonna pick him too. I just I think 
he has shown that he can hang in there with everyone and put up a good fight no matter the circumstances. And I'm not saying Canyon hasn't, but I think Gaslam's due for a big victory. Big dub. And this is, I mean, lost four is last five. This, not saying it could be his uh, his uh, uh, career on the line, but, you know, it's a big fight for him losing losing that many. It, it's last... a big fight for his, like, how, how people perceive him. You know Exactly. I mean? Um, so yeah, that's been that, in the ring with all the biggest hitters, man. He's yeah. been in there with Adesanya, Bisping, Weidman, Belfort, you know, uh, Woodley, Uriah Hall, crazy, crazy big hitter. And he's he's been able to survive and weather those storms. And so Cannoneer shouldn't be a too big of a problem again. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do want to throw out some um final uh prelympics. That's okay with you. Um, yep, so go me. for it. Um, we always say you have to bet on the first uh, fight of the night. So with that, I'm taking Ramiz Brahumash in the first fight on the prelims. So lock it in. Against Palatinikov? Yep. Nice. And <laughs> Gaslam, obviously. And then I have a little parlay with Gaslam, Brahimesh, the under in the Keller fight, and Malaki. He's also in the prelims. <laughs> sure. So I, uh, if you want, I wouldn't, but if you want, go ahead. And, and also it's, it's one of those cards for me as well, where I'm going to be kind of, because I don't know as many of these, and as many of these fighters, I'm going to be betting like as I go, as the fights go on, you know, that's exactly what I was just about to say. Like I'm looking at their pictures now for the first time. Cause I haven't started my like bets yet. I've been on mm-hmm. Austin Hubbard already, but I haven't placed anything else. And I'm looking at their pictures and I recognize their faces and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's that guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember anything else about them. Right. Like, but once, but once very... uh, John Annex starts giving them, giving you some uh, yes. previews and stuff like that, you start, okay, I'm rallying this guy. Like Keller and Pilarte, I recognize. Saldana, I recognize. Saldana, Roberts. Yeah. And um, I... yeah, that's so, yeah, those are all my picks for now. And the rest I'll make as, as the fight um, goes on. Not um, a lot I'll... of, uh, no, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say we kind of glossed over this. Um, Austin Hubbard fight the under is plus two twenty five, so that's very juicy. Okay. Um, just want to throw it out there. Maybe he'll make him retire again. Who knows? <laughs> hey, maybe he'll get subbed again. That <laughs> hey under <laughs> under okay yeah, but there's not really a lot of uh, big underdogs on this card as I'm looking at it. It's a lot yeah. of very close odds, so that that'll make for a good card. Uh, I hope. That's I know there's money um, to be made. There is money. There's always money to be made. There's so always money. That that pretty much does it for me for this card. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to throw out there. Yeah, I will. We'll talk about the Ultimate Fighter next episode. Um, we you know we, we kind of talked this. Um, definitely went into detail, which is which is awesome. But um, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. We got a big episode next week talking mm-hmm. Ultimate Fighter. Um, then I don't even know the next. Uh, uh, Fight the main it's event. The it's Barbosa and Giga. Bro. Oh, oh my god. Game. Okay. Per, yeah. So we, we got that. We got the ultimate fighter, which we'll cover because we got the finales the, fi- the finales on that card. And uh maybe some Jake Paul stuff. So yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a big week next week. Uh college football starting up. Uh there's always violence. Uh, but for tonight, I know that there's some PFL going on. Kayla Harrison is fighting, so I'm probably yes, gonna that's tune a into big that. One. She's a dog. Um but yeah, Will, thanks for coming on. Always welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It was really fun to hang out, talk a little bit of UFC with you guys. 
Yes, we all we love the violence. All right, that'll do it <laughs> for Boxed Up UFC. Uh, we'll catch you next time. All right, peace.